Welcome back to Dawson Dudes. Tonight we discuss season one. Is it episode ten or is it episode what? What? What the fuck? Episode the scare, but it's all numbered wrong and shit on the internet. What's what's going on, Brian? The scare and double date. The scare was written in the timeline before double date. But for some reason, which I do not know, I could not find out, it aired bef- Double Date aired before The Scare. So if you were to watch it, it makes no sense because, like, in Double Date, Jen and Cliff go on a double date with Dawson and this other girl. But in The Scare, Jen and Cliff have never been out on a date. So in the DVD releases, they reverse the order and so we're gonna do it in the timeline that makes sense to the story yeah because the dvd release is correct the scare yeah. is listed anyhow i'm john i'm brian i'm chris we're the dawson dudes so i guess if you're watching the hulu um which is what i was doing or am they're doing. not switched is that correct that is correct that is correct. yeah so if you're on DVD or iTunes, you we're on the correct timeline. We really almost fucked this recording session up last night. I'm glad I texted somebody like 11 o'clock and said, what the fuck episode are we on? Oh, good. All right. I'll watch the, I'll watch the correct one then. It would have been awesome if um, yeah, two out of three of us showed up having no idea what episode we are going to talk about. I probably could have covered this one from memory. I like this episode. Yeah. This is actually a fun fact. Uh, so I mentioned previously that... I picked up Dawson's Creek probably in the summer before the third season aired, so I watched all of the second season in reruns. But for whatever reason, on one of those rerun weeks, they showed an episode from the first season, and that was this episode. So this was the first episode of the first season I ever saw. Fun fact. I, I thought it was fun. Like the, uh, the only episode of... Don't really know what episode number this is. We're just going to refer to it as The Scare. Let's just call it episode 10. Episode it's 10. our episode 10. Our episode yeah. 10. So... It is also. So uh, we open up uh, on the scene of uh, Dawson and Joe. By the way, real quick, right before you start, I just have to say that once I saw that this was like a like a theme episode, uh, I instantly got more stoked because I almost, without fail, love theme episodes. See, that's why I love the Hurricane episode. I feel like it's uh, thematic. The hurricanes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hurricane enthusiast. Must be really happy right now. (laughs) (laughs) Recording this during Hurricane Harvey. All right, so uh, this episode starts off with uh, Dawson and Joey in bed watching a movie. What what movie is this with the hook hand thing? Is this one of the? Uh, That's uh, I know what you did last summer. Kevin Williamson's real like one one joke one note joke kind of guy, isn't he? Did he do? It's cross promote. It's like uh, cross promotion. It's meta. Yeah. That's- he's doing meta before meta was popular. Yeah, and then this is like double meta because he's referencing Scream in it. It's like double meta. So Dawson and Joey are discussing horror movies. Joey's pissed, scared. Dawson's really enjoying himself, which I like that Dawson likes horror movies because that's really not like in his wheelhouse, it seems. Other than the fact that he's making a horror movie with heavy allegorical homage. Allegor- uh, heavy- allegorical slant. It's an homage with an allegorical slant. But it's cool that he's into something that's not like all Spielbergy and sappy and shit. But yeah, Joey's scared. Dawson's into it. Uh, they reveal that this is where the uh, lady killer, the serial killer, uh, wreaking havoc along the ma- the uh, eastern seaboard, is going to be uh, reoccurring in this episode. Also, when Joey twists the channel off the horror movie, what fucking show? Jerry Maguire. That's Jerry Maguire. I think so. It looks like she's watching herself on TV. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's Jerry Maguire. Yeah, like, it was weird. Um, like, uh, da- Dawson's, like, description of what's good about horror movies. Um, it's, just a re- it's just a really positive, optimistic uh, slant on the value of horror movies. Yeah, it's very Spielbergy, actually. Yeah, like, two people overcoming things. But Katie Holmes' hatred of horror movies is also very... He's right. She's a fucking prude. Well, no, he, she's right. He, he, she's just a wussy. 
she touches on it a little bit, but doesn't get too deep into the whole um, horror movies are all about watching women, watching women in peril. Yeah, but also horror movies are like the one genre where women are empowered because they're usually always a lead and they always defeat the bad guy. Unless it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, nobody wins. Dude, it's the most unsettling fucking movie. What's that one with Liam Hemsworth that's like about the horror movie, about horror movies? No. um, Hunger Games. Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Where she like is selfish and the world ends. Yeah. I didn't see it. Good. No, I was right. I was I was in a real like I don't give a fuck about meta stuff. Babadook, Duke, Duke. Yeah, have you have you seen the Babadook yet? I have still not seen the Babadook, and Brian quit fucking sending me pictures of the Babadook. <laughs> it, ma- it makes me laugh every time. I think for a special episode, we should do watch the Babadook and do commentary. And that'll be an episode that's just Brian and Chris because I'm not playing that game. No, it'll just be us watching you while you watch. The Listeners, Babadook. write it if you want to. See Jod watch the Babadook. It's gonna be a special uh, uh, video episode of me cringing. Do you guys like? Horror, do you? I, I know you do. Do you like horror movies at all? No, we discussed this. Oh, yeah. I I only like Cabin in the Woods because I find it meta. But yeah, anyway, st- uh, standard. I mean, not standard, but cold open sets the mood. Let you know that th- this is a slightly different. It's gonna be a real fun episode. Yeah, it's like. Establishes a tone that was like, "Hey, this, this is some uh, horsing around I'm gonna be happening." You know, speaking of horsing around, uh, whenever Dawson and Joey do that like uh, weird tickle fight wrestle thing, they do. You know, I feel like that's uh, indicative of something. You know, like a what? I don't know. It's like the, their cute little relationship is flourishing. They want to touch each other. Yeah, I think they do that all the time. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember that from my youth. It was always very exciting. What like t- like tickling you, somebody? You or your cousin would tickle each other. Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> the <Yeah>. deep south. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> God damn it! That's All right, funny. so we transition from the uh, from the credits into a high school montage scene. Dawson and uh, Pacey are setting up uh, what was going to be this episode. It is Friday the 13th, Dawson's favorite day, apparently, and I think that's because since this was a mid-season replacement, they couldn't do a Halloween episode. But it wasn't on Friday the 13th. Well, it didn't air on Friday the 13th. Wasn't Dawson's yeah. Creek on Wednesdays? Yeah. Was it Wednesdays? Wednesdays? I don't, I don't remember. I think it was Wednesdays. But yeah, it wasn't near, it, there wasn't a Friday, like, I think he just wanted to do a horror episode because he's Kevin Williamson. Yeah, but if you look at the way TV shows normally are on, though, like, they're always on a... Well, TV shows are always on a set night of the week, but thematically, there's, like, you know, the Halloween episode, the Thanksgiving episode, the Christmas episode. And I think that since this show aired in January, they missed out on Halloween as the trademark... as the um, impromptu... What's the word I'm looking for? As the designated scary time? So, had to work it in there somehow. So... Dawson's parents are out of town. Where are Mitch and Gail? Are they like out trying to rebuild their relationship somewhere? They've been gone for like four episodes. They got shit to work through. A lot. And it's you know, it's not for not for kids to be around. But yeah, um, I mean the kids can be there when they discuss the fucking Bob for sixty two days of ecstasy, but Maybe they just don't want to be in the same house together, so they're both gone, different separate vacations. Yeah. yeah. Seems like they could uh, one of them can do that at a time. Stay home with their juvenile son. Well, then they would have to, like, coordinate it and then be in the same room. I think it's just sort of like, I'm not going to go home. You're here on Dawson. <laughs> I'm guessing, like, Mitch is at, like, some fucking, like, extended stay, divorced dad hotel, rebuilding his model. You think Gail's paying for it since Mitch doesn't have a job? Listen, they got married. They probably got a joint account. They got, like, a joint Maybe account. Mitch comes for money. Yeah. So he has his own. Or maybe he, Mitch Money. Maybe he like uh, got hit by a car, suit, suit a guy, and now they're independently wealthy. I don't know what Mitch's finances are. But Pacey and Dawson are talking about what's gonna what's gonna go down for Friday the thirteenth. Thirteenth, and Dawson, uh, you know, tries to act like a legitimate child uh, adult at one point. Says, "Ah, oh, no more live imitating movies. I'm done with that." And then goes on to elaborate and 
about Jen and makes it. It's worse. actually really aware. He's like really aware of how terrible that relationship went. Yeah, was, um, I was surprised. Like the time between this scene and the actual breakup, he's it actually seems like he's gotten legitimate perspective on the failings of the relationship. But the previously on Dawson's Creek moment before this one starts, uh, Dawson's staring out the window, and Joey's like, the girl next door just broke up with you. Get over it. No one died. It's like harsh. But, you know, Dawson was real broken up last week or last time or however. Hmm. At the end of that episode, he kind of like, he, you know how he said he like spent the whole day without thinking about Jen. And so now he's on like a better. Sure. Yeah. And now he's got his favorite holiday coming up. And it's all shits and giggles. Yeah. It like Dawson is in like fun uncle mode with like all the like the fake bloody finger and like the snakes and all that shit. Yeah. Dad jokes to go with that dad hat. <laughs> no, for sure. It's like it's like shit a dad does. So we pan over to Jen coming into her class, and Cliff is back. I, did you guys miss Cliff? I miss Cliff. I did, dude. I, have, I told you you were going to be stoked. Right? I have a lot of thought. I have maybe not a lot, but I have several thoughts about Cliff. Cliff in is this less likable in this episode. Yeah. What? My overall question: What the fuck did they do to my boy Cliff? He, the, he's just a dude. Yeah, no, but he's like he's like all thirsty and like weird and like insecure like this is not this is not the cliff of uh previous episodes i don't know this is still this is this reads pretty high school though it's dawson and jen broke up like what i'm guessing is four days ago yeah and cliff just just smelled it and came in you know well cliff's been pining over jen for a long time i wouldn't say he's been pining over i'm sure cliff's got his his side pieces no no cliff is a good church boy yeah, is it the fucking he Lutheran goes to church is making him a good church boy. About yeah, it's it's not that he jumps on the uh, Gen train so quickly that makes him feel thirsty. It's just like he's like weird and nebbishy in a way that he wasn't before. Like when he goes up to like ask Jen out. I don't know. There's like there's like that cliff confidence from the dance is like missing. Is like right. what do you think confidence is missing? He just walked over and said, "Hey." Let's go out tonight. What do you think? I don't know, like, what does he say at the? What does he insist at the end? Like that, it, like you'll like you'll have a good time. I don't know. There's like a weird insecurity. To well, that's it. because I think like well, she says no. She picked Dawson over him in the first place, and then well, he's like that geek. <laughs> well, then he says that kind of. She asked him. She's like, well, you know, like I'm not really in the place for that. Like I'm not really into dating. And he and then he's just super blunt. He's like, yeah, because the, the guy you dated wasn't any fun. And then she goes and defends Dawson. Yeah, because she's super into Dawson. Still, for some reason. I don't know. As it, as as we move forward, I will have more Cliff thoughts. Some Cliff notes, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that delighted you. So Pacey, Jen, and Joey are at lunch. Pacey really fucking likes ketchup on his fries. It's a lot of, lot of, lot of ketchup. I like ketchup. I don't. I'm more of a ranch guy on fries. Is that a West Coast thing? Ranch? Ranch on fries? Is that a Cal... Listeners, it, let it, us know. It is. Well, because like ranch on pizza is like a California thing. As solid white trash stock, I can say that ranch flavored stuff, putting ranch on lots of shit, that's some white trash stuff. Several times at a dinner that consisted of ranch chicken, ranch mashed potatoes, and a salad with ranch on it. You know, I like to get... Ra- <laughs> <laughs> It took like a minute to hit me like, that's a lot of fucking ranch. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So they're talking about the uh, the serial killer mentioned earlier. Jen's take on the serial killer is fucking weird. It's like, oh, he's just looking for love. Yeah, I wrote that, that down weird. too. <laughs> it's like, she's just like the most empathetic person ever. It's, it's like you want someone else on the thing. Like, fucking knock it off, Jen. <laughs> get it. Because like, doesn't Pacey say he like cuts out the hearts of his victims? Yeah, and, and then she says, "Oh, he's just looking for love." And then when like they're like, "What are you talking about?" She gets like real sad face. <laughs> maybe, maybe she, maybe she's like doing the thing that I do when I say something that I think is a joke, and everyone just looks at me like I'm saying something stupid. 
I think Jen's just in a vulnerable place. Yeah, I think in the last uh, couple episodes we've seen, uh, we've come to realize a lot about Jen's character. There was a rapey man boyfriend who came to town for two episodes. Shit, I'm glad that arc's over, aren't you guys? Yeah, I'm glad that went. That was a one-two punch, and uh, homeboy took off. Yeah, you know, but especially that first episode he's in when uh, Jen breaks it off with Dawson on the dock. I mean, that was that was. Uh, that was deep, and I think that's uh, coming to inform Jen's character a lot, and I think this uh, episode is serving to remind us that uh, Jen's in a damaged place, or has always been in a damaged place. We're just revealing that a little bit more, and I think her take on uh, murderers and whatnot is, uh, for some reason, is the is to illustrate that. Also, so, uh, also um, I will say that uh, the lady killer is a garbage name for a, a serial killer. I don't know, I just, like, it's, it's just, it seems like a first draft, like, placeholder name for a serial killer, and then it's just, and then it just ended up not getting changed. I don't know. Well, it's, it's very, des- it's very descriptive, and that's all they're going <laughs> he for. He kills ladies. Yeah, he kills ladies. That's all you it's need to know. It's a little nitpicky. Yeah, no, absolutely. I totally, I totally cop to that being nitpicky. So we're, so Dawson, after, after, uh, Jen, Reveals her weird feelings about the serial killer. Dawson proposes a seance. Um, Dawson plays pranks on Joey and Pacey. And Jen feels a little left out that Dawson is not playing a prank on her. Yeah, she wants an Uncle Dawson uh, stack of spiders, too. I think Dawson is also dealing with their breakup pretty well at this point, as we've showed. Yeah. As you mentioned earlier, I mean, he's... He's having lunch with her. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. <laughs> no, they, they're like talk the. Yeah, they're sharing space relatively normally. Yeah. That's not really in his character to do at this point. I mean, like, Dawson could have been like, these are my friends. Yeah. Take off and find your own friends in New York. (laughs) Yeah. They move fast there. But, yeah, he's being pretty cool about it. But also, I think, underneath, he's like, I'll, like, show her how she'll miss me by, like, not including her and everything, but still including her. Right. Well, because they both clearly... Because he doesn't invite her. Oh, he does he invite, does her, invite to say, her. But then she says she can't. She has to go to a date with Cliff. And that kind of weirds him out a little bit. Because they, like, just broke up. Yeah. Too. Well, even if, like, it had been... Like, if your high school girlfriend, first of all, you break up and you're just, like, still all hanging out to each other. Yeah. That's weird. You see each other, but like, then, like six hours a the day. The next time she says she's has a date, and it's like, yo, bitch, you move quick. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been an amazing, an amazing thing for Dawson to say. But yeah, it's but it's also clear that they both still want to be around each other in some fashion, and it's creating problems. So we see the next scene is our return to film class. We've got a uh, professor, Filmy. What's his name? Again? Do we remember his name? They even they don't say it this episode. Yeah, I, they, I don't, I don't know if they've ever named that guy. They no, they, the they do. They say uh, his name. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we just don't know his name. Yeah, Professor. Um, Filmy. He's not a professor. <laughs> He's a high school teacher. Oh, so we're back in film class. Um, they talk about Hitchcock. They talk about David Lean. Special Friday the Thirteenth class, and uh, I'm sure this is where you have some Cliff commentary coming up, right? Because Cliff doesn't give a fuck. He just comes up to Dawson and says, "Hey." I'm going to ask your girlfriend out. Tell yeah, me how to do it's it. It's really weird. It is weird. Can we, go, can we go? Sorry. Before we get into this, I'm going to go back real quick. I just have one weird nitpicky thing about the in-class thing when he's talking about Hitchcock. And he says that, like, the way Hitchcock uh, built tension was that there was always something in the frame in a frame with any character in his movies. And he says, and even, even if it's like a, even if it's a tree branch. And just like isn't ever like isn't every shot from every movie a person, and then there's other stuff in the frame. I think he's talking about stuff in the foreground, right? No, he just says a frame. Oh. I think he means like things that are like like pertinent, like he, like it's there for a purpose rather oh. than just like background. Right. I don't know. Like the tree branch is ominous, so it's in that frame to like like show that. Sure. Fair enough. I'm just thinking of Whatever, rope. I don't think that... he's that good a teacher. <laughs> well, he only gets one section. Yeah, so he's got fucking all day to prepare for. He should be uh, should be tighter. But after Cliff uh, shamelessly asked Dawson for advice, you can kind of see the look on Dawson's face. He's like, yeah, I'm a motherfucker. you. This is going to be good. Well, well, yeah, it's just basically like, what? 
Cliff, what are you doing? Why, why is this happening? He tries to like be like, I, I, I mean, I'm not interested. And he's like, oh, come on, dude. Like, Yeah, like Dawson's like, I don't think this is like cool. Like this is just not what I want to do. And he's just like, no, tell me what to do. Come on, man. I really want your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, well, yeah, it's weird. That and it's just like all of a sudden Cliff is now a like an uncreative boob who needs like Dawson's help. Well, like, he's always I feel like Cliff's always been a creative. I think we've like learned from the movie Helmets of Glory. What? Helmets of Glory like that Cliff is kind of untalented. Yeah, right where you right where you know. <laughs> yeah, that's not creative. Oh. Depends on uh, depends on how you tell the story. Yeah, but I mean, like Dawson fucking rehashing uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. That's not creative either. It's an homage. I know what it is. Heavy allegorical slant. So Jen opens her locker and gets a scary note in it. Yes. What's like a like you're gonna die tonight? (laughs) Yeah. Like not just like a scary note, but like a A threat. Yeah. Jen goes to the principal. The principal, yeah, this like this episode of play. This will play out a lot differently today. There'd be investigations. Parents That's would be post, called. It's post Columbine. Cyberbullying is a thing. Yeah, I think like pre Columbine, you could just threaten people yeah. at high school, and people just that's ah, just a bunch of kids. It's just a piece of paper. <laughs> kids being kids, but yeah, it it definitely um, it takes takes the spookiness up a notch. Ooh, what, I wonder what it is. I'm Cliff. <laughs> I'm Cliff. I'm a curious guy. I'll go ask your ex-boyfriend what it is. <laughs> so now we get back to we're at Jen's house. And Although I guess, sorry, I guess that I guess that makes Clint Cliff pretty <laughs> op- ugh, Cliff uh, pretty open-hearted to go up to Jen's ex-boyfriend, ask for this advice, and assume that said ex-boyfriend will give him. A an actual helpful answer. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> it's like it's, it's it's like pretty guileless. This is a dumb football player. Oh, nice church going boy. <laughs> just 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 a little sweetheart. Has straight A's. But he's not. Yeah, he's not dumb. No, you could be. You could have straight A's and be dumb. You can um, not have straight A's and be dumb too. That was the route I went. Yeah, you're more of a pacey. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get to Jen's house. I've, ac- and- I've accepted that. Shut up, Pacey. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dawson. <laughs> so we get over to Jen's house, and she gets a phone call. And again, Kevin Williamson, fucking self-referencing. Is this is this Scream? Is what, this is what this yeah, is from? Yeah, this is Scream. Yeah, Scream. It's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Two on the nose. No, that's the point. That's the point. It's supposed to be on the nose. <laughs> It's she says her name's Drew Barrymore. Yeah. But what uh when she asked him what her favorite scary movie is and she does the Ten Commandments, uh, I fucking feel that shit, man. I was terrified by the Ten Commandments as a little kid. Why? Because I'm the oldest son and when the fucking angel of death comes and like yeah, you yeah. know steals everybody's souls unless you put the blood over the doors. Do you see the Ten Commandments? Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. You don't find it scary? Is it really? Yeah, because it's not real. <laughs> like, yeah, the Bible's well, not real. Well, I was real. seven, so... Uh, Can we establish that as a as a podcast rule that the Bible's not real? <laughs> we just well, lost, we just lost our, whole, our our whole swath of listenership from the South. I, I grew up half half churchy, too. I, I get it. But this... Who does this sound like on the phone talking to... Talking sounds to like Jeff? Cliff. Yeah. It sounds right? exactly like Cliff. It doesn't even like... It, it doesn't, doesn't even, sound like Dawson at she all. She just wants it to be Dawson. Well, I think it's she, so out of Cliff's personality. Like Cliff's like a bore, and so and then she has seen the evidence of like Dawson. Yeah, like this is Dawson's thing, thing. and she wants this. She, she's upset that he hasn't pranked her yet because they're yeah. not friends. So yeah. she's like hoping it's him, but it's like too real. Yeah, it, like Dawson says later. No, I do like pranks. Yeah, dad. Shit. This is like scary. I don't do scary. Snakes pop out of cans with yeah, me. Like not yeah. like uh. Like I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, geez, Jen, how, how have you not noticed the nuance in how I celebrate Friday the 13th? I actually really like this episode because they all seem like friends. Yeah, for sure. Like Joey and Pacey and Dawson, like they all have like this like repertoire with each other and it's all friendly. Well, we've, yeah. moved, past, we've moved past Pacey and Tamara, so he's available to be a character. And there's not Dawson, like- and, Dawson and Jen aren't dating anymore, so Joey's not like 
fucking pissed all the time. And there's not like a ton of drama. It's just like them hanging out. That and like doing something like having a seance is like a totally like dumb thing a some fifteen year olds would do. Yeah, they would don't... it? Yeah, remember? Um, it's like playing. Um, what's that? Um, the, uh, Ouija, Ouija board. Yeah, yeah. Ouija. Ouija board shit. Yeah, or try to do that light as a feather, stiff as a board stuff. Yeah, but a seance is different. Like, I don't think I could get into it. (laughs) Well, if some girl you were into was like, we're going to have a seance in my house, you'd be like, yeah, you'd be all into it. Well, as, as, as. Yeah, but that sub girl was Dawson. (laughs) Hey, hey, you want to do a seance? Like, I don't know, Dawson. Oh, that's kind of weird, Dawson. But, like, as we see when the actual seance happens, like, they're all kind of winging it as far as what constitutes a seance. It's like, very uh, short. We're going to sit around in a circle and tell some fucking stories. But we're back at Jen's house. Uh, Jen grabs that fucking butcher knife. She's going to fuck shit up. Yeah, because yeah, your- this is really scary. Like, if even if like you're like, oh, it's just Dawson. But the way that it keeps progressing to, like, her grandfather's room, it's like, hey, like, where she says, like, it's really messed up if you're, like, fucking around my grandpa. It would have been amazing. Hand, when, like, the coma, when the hand hits her and she's under the bed. That was actually a pretty good scare. Yeah, scared me. It would have been amazing if it was actually Gramps on the phone. <laughs> okay, we talked about this in a previous episode. I see no medical equipment in this room. He just looks like he's sleeping. Yeah, well... Hook up to anything? Respirator? I don't know. I don't know. Like, d- um, what's, what's wrong with him again? He's old. <laughs> no, he had a cardiac and... They had to put in a valve or a right. pig well, valve or some that's, shit. Then that's working on its own. Just, uh... Just an old, tired dude. <laughs> you know, uh, when she's hold- when she's clutching that butcher knife, though, when Grams comes up behind her, wouldn't it have been a fun turn that she accidentally just, like, cut Grams up a little bit? <laughs> Grams had to go, they had-, they had to go to the emergency room together. Yeah, she's, um, fucking, Jen's from New York. She's not playing games. So I'll cut you up. So we get over to Dawson's house. Dawson's prepping for his Friday the 13th evening with his voodoo dolls. and. I love how many props he has. Like, he just has, like, a ton of, like, scary props. Yeah, I would have I would have liked a, a little mini scene of Dawson going to whatever fucking Party toy. No, he made that. like just like he made that head. That was good. Yeah, he made. He, I, I assume he made all these himself. So him going to Michael's, get, getting heart supplies. Well, Pacey rolls up in his uh, stolen car. This is the first time we see Pacey driving illegally too, which uh, is pretty cool. Uh, they go to get snacks. What are you gonna do? Call the cops? He should <laughs> the, say that more often. The Witters is the cops. So they drive to the liquor store or to the market or to the wherever they go. It seems like a the bodega. It's not a bodega. It looks like a bodega. It's like a tiny little grocery store. It's like the grocery store in uh, Gilmore Girls, right? Dosies. No. It's like a convenience store. It looks like, like a 7-Eleven type store. Yeah. It's not a front for drugs like bodegas are. <laughs> <laughs> they get over to the uh, the convenience store to get some snacks, and there is a domestic disturbance happening inside. Scary chick, scarier dude. Pacey's like... Get in there. Let's get in there. And Toss is like, no. Yeah, Ca- Captain fucking Romance and Chivalry is like, I'm, I'm not I'm not getting in there. The guy's fucking crazy. That's none of my fucking business. Yeah, he has the the sort of fussed over goatee and uh, furrowed brow that clearly uh, demarcates. Yeah. Cooks meth. Or just, just like a, just a punchy type. After that sort of solves itself, um, we meet Ursula. Oh, we should also mention that Pacey knows how to hotwire a car, who screams as loud as she can, You guys want me to score you a bottle of wine? That was pretty funny. I like that. And then it just, like, she fucking steals it. It was like, Pacey could have done that. Pacey's into it, though. Oh, yeah, no, like, he's just like, this is another adult lady, (laughs) and, uh... She's crazy. She's she's (laughs) a good, she's obviously a good time, and in distress. And, like, invites her over to the seance. She kind of invites her. Oh, he does invite her, doesn't he? Yeah, but then I think she says yes because they run away from her boyfriend, whatever his name is. Yeah, but before the... we get there, we've got Joey out watching the hot-wired car, and creepiest dude ever shows up. Yeah, that dude who plays that dude? The lady killer. Oh, yeah, the guy who plays the lady killer really does master that fucking, like, that vocal pitch that like creepy serial killer. Well, it's the turn where when he talks to Dawson, like he's all sweet to Joey. Yeah. And then he does that like sport. He calls Dawson sport. Yeah. Nothing's going on here. Well, he says he says you need help. He says no, I don't sport. Yeah. Ooh. Like that little turn that he does there. It's like oh, this guy's not some meek 
Oh, he says, what's Character. your name? Don't ask her what her name is, and don't tell him, Joey. Jesus Christ. Well, you're from a small town. You don't really think about stuff like that. And she also didn't, and then, yeah. But Dawson's didn't like, her dude, what the fuck? Time. You're from, like, with... Dawson it's the knows. 90s. <laughs> and she doesn't give him uh, her last name. It's like, you know, how many Joeys are there? Thousands. No, but we assume that, like, he, like, followed them back to the house. From, you mean, like, from there? Because he, he, they say they, they caught him, like, in a neighborhood. Oh, yeah. So I think he was probably trying to find them later on. Ugh. But was caught by the cops before. Uh... Right. A lot of people following the kids home these days. But yeah, I, fi- I find that I found that guy genuinely unsettling. So Ursula's, rant, Ursula's violent boyfriend straight up attacks the car. Yeah, like moose style. And, it, that, and when he does that, you like see that, oh, this dude's that like special kind of crazy. Like, just like straight up does not give a fuck. Like... I don't know these people. I'll beat up their car. I'll beat up these children. My girl's in there. I gotta beat her up after this, apparently, so... Yeah. This, car, this car's between my fist and my lady. So the kids get are heading back to the house, and uh, young Clifford has come to pick up Jen for our date. Yeah. Sweet dad leather jacket on, too. Hell yeah. And Grams comes out and is like... Grams is hot for Cliff. Straight creaming her jeans gross. for Cliff. <laughs> what? Grams doesn't wear pants. She's a lady. It's a figure. It's a disgusting figure of speech. <laughs> it's not a figure of speech. Yeah, it is. Nobody says it. Right. You say it. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever said it. I'm throwing it out there. Let's let's see if we, see if. Uh... Yeah, but Grabs is totally like all for Cliff because he goes to church. Well, he's also just polite. No, so so is Dawson. Dawson's polite. Dawson's not that polite. I no, like... he's polite every time he sees Grams, but he doesn't go to church. And Joey climbs through his window, so she doesn't like him. I do like that. Grant- Meanwhile, Cliff is probably just banging cheerleaders left and right, you know. Nah. Nah. There's plenty of shitty kids at church. No, yeah, but Oh, Cliff- yeah, no. Church, is, church for, like, teenagers is all about, like, snowboard trips and finger bangs. But I think, like, <laughs> like, like that, we've that's established that, like, there's, like, the, gu- the other football players who, like, the Are- guy who, like, tried to, like, have sex with Joey. And then, like, that dude who Joey punches out. And then there's, like, Cliff. Yeah, we haven't. Every, established every that, other football player seems to be a piece of shit. We have not established that Cliff is not a piece of shit, though. Where was he when his boys were doing that? Were doing that, all that garbage? He was like at church or studying. Yeah, Cliff needs to be wrangling the football team a little better. He doesn't own them. Yeah, isn't he like? Isn't it implied that he's like captain or some shit? Yeah, I don't on think the so. football field. You think fucking Tom Brady calls people in the offseason, tells them to behave themselves? Probably not. I was just saying, don't don't, well, that's, yeah, no. <laughs> don't don't put this kind Clutch of responsibility. Yeah, that's Cliff's, a lot of responsibility for Cliff. Cliff's trying to live his life, keep some straight A's. He's got Cliff's got a lot on his plate. He's got straight A's. He has to go to church. Has to be the captain of the football team. Got to finish. He's got a that movie, movie that he needs to finish. And he's gonna and he's gonna add the, he's gonna add young Jen to his plate too. You know. Yeah. So like he can't he can't be all and do all. I like that Graham's like recites like. Cliff's uh, qualities, like fucking like stats, like she's follow, like he's her favorite, like life player. It's like you go to church, you go to church every day. You got straight A's. It's like it's a lot for uh, some old lady to know about. No, but like dude. they're they're probably like they're in the same church community. So unless Grams is just going around town peering into all the church windows, like she goes to church, but then has to make sure that uh, she checks all the other ones to does, see who who's does who like else. a head count. <laughs> I feel like this is a... That's how she knows Dawson doesn't go to church. Look, I've seen all the churches I feel town, like there's Dawson. like three churches in this town. I don't know, man. Small... Well, the one thing Graham is, goes to all of them. The one... <laughs> this is my Sunday morning. This is my Sunday afternoon. This is my Sunday evening. The one thing that uh, conservative small towns are not short on are churches. Does a Saturday, one, two, Seventh-day Adventist church. Wednesday, Probably. you know, Wednesday evenings is big church night, too. So we get back to Dawson's house, and uh, Crazy Ursula is there. And I love the scene of, like, she's in the living room doing shit, and all, like, six of them all peer to the, out, out around the corner to look at her because it's an insane thing that's happening right now. It is an insane thing. They're having a seance. Well, and this crazy woman is there who is anywhere between 28 and 50, and they just saw, and they just <laughs> it's saw a her. It's a hard 28. <laughs> Thinking just... of 50, um, I saw The Edge of 17. And Andy is in it. Andy from Dawson's Creek. Is that the with uh, the girl from? Uh, she is forty eight or forty nine. She and was, looks amazing. 
Well, she was 30 when she was playing a 15, 16-year-old. Yeah, she was 30. Second season two. But yeah. I'll be able I to admire like, that too. Damn. She's like 50 years old. And she looks great. So uh, Cliff's really blowing this date, man. Like, uh, Well, first off, he decided to take his date yeah. to her ex-boyfriend's house. And he thinks it's a good idea. He actually, it's like, who else would have thought of bringing your date to your ex? He says that out loud. Yeah. He said, no one, you dumb shit. Yeah, it's really dumb. Also, it is a full moon and Friday the 13th. Spooky shit's going to happen tonight, mm. guys. Double trouble. Not only are you going to the ex-boyfriend's house. That's dumb on the face of it. But it's just like, you're on his turf. You're you're like, you're giving up any sense of, like, of, you know, control well, think, over the situation. I think Cliff sees Dawson as out of the picture for good. And so irrelevant that he'll just ask him for information. Yeah. Which but, I, I guess is, um, you And know. maybe it's a little, like, cockiness, thinking that, Hubis. listen, I'm... I'm Cliff. Fucking Cliff. Or as Chris likes to call him, Clint. I don't, like, I literally have no idea why that's so hard for me. Is Clint a cooler name than Cliff? Yes. Yes. Clint Eastwood? Cliff Clayton. Yeah, what if he was Cliff Eastwood? Yeah. Cliff Who's this asshole? Clifford Eastwood? Guy's not going to be in a spaghetti western. Sounds like an insurance company. Cliffy, misdemeanor, Elliot. Right. Yeah. Next. So we start. Like uh, oh, though no, this episode song. written by uh, Mike White. Yeah. Of you, that uh, commercial, yeah. of that Orange County commercial Orange. fame. Yeah. Mike White. Uh, Mike White wrote Orange who, County. I'm, I'm trying to. Oh, um, Mike White from um, The Amazing Race. Yes, <laughs> he is from The Amazing Race. Uh, School of Rock, Mike White. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. He wrote good. this episode. He wrote the Orange good, County too. Yep. Yep. The good girl. You know the guy. Not from Orange County, wrote Orange County. I like Orange County. You do? Really? That does, makes sense. You like a lot of bad movies. <laughs> it doesn't bother you that it's like, doesn't really... Um... Also, it has nothing to do with Orange County. Yeah. It has as much to do with Orange County as Inland Empire <laughs> has to do with the Inland Empire. Like, the OC feels more Orange County than movie Orange County. Well, it's about, he's trying to escape the vapidness of Orange County, which is... Real. Well, but there's no, like, like, real references to Orange County where you're like, ah... Like hey, it might have. It could have been like the movie's Pasadena. To, the movie's not trying to turn tricks for you. You know, just let it happen. They call it movie Orange County. I want some like you know inside, uh, inside. Uh, it's wing the name wings. of his novella that he writes. A dumb. I come from California great. in a place call called it Orange County. So Dawson's setting up for the seance. You know, of House of the Rising Sun shit. Putting he has over. like the most perfect table for a seance. Yeah, where did he ever. get that weird, like, <laughs> yeah. in the dark table? It's not glow in the dark, but light up table. Yeah. It seems like something like Mitch like saw at a fucking swap meet or something, and it's just like this would be cool. Maybe Dawson could have a seance one day. Yeah. Also, when they start, it kind of does look like it could be like a poker table. Also, that's true. Although this was uh, before the poker craze of the early two thousands. So they start the seance, and what was this seance going to be like before this crazy woman was going to be in the picture? Because she's like leading the thing and. There's going to be all of them sitting around being like, all right, how the fuck do you do a seance? That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's like, it's somehow good that or, that they brought Ursula to this thing. But the seance still ends, like, real quick. There's, like, 30 seconds of seance, and then uh, the power blows, right? No, they tell stories for, like, a good couple minutes. Yeah. They do, and, like... They do a lady killer story. Clint and then Cliff tells, tells, like, the weirdest fucking story ever. Did you just call him Clint? Did I? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> You walk into my world, like yeah, a true story about a baby inside's getting eaten out by a snake, a, a pregnant snake. Yeah, it's just and like Jen's just like that's not scary. That's just gross. Yeah, was, I'm just, like, sitting, weirdo. I'm sitting there just like Cliff. What are you doing? That that was the moment that I uh, that I fell out of love with Cliff. That was the moment. Yeah, it was like. I mean, I guess I applaud the effort, but... Um... It's just to show that Cliff's not one of them. Yeah. And he's kind of dumb. Yeah. Well, uh, Ursula tells the scariest story. What was Ursula's story? One time, there was this boy who met this crazy woman at a liquor store and then invited, him ba- invited her back to the house, and she carries a knife and guts people just to see how far the blood will spray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If that's not meant to... 
Yeah. Curl your insides. I don't know what it is. I like Ursula. Just mixing <laughs> it up. That's the thing. This whole this whole time, like all the like all the warm feelings I had had for uh, Cliff and his previous appearances, I'm like, uh, this this Ursula. She's she's the new blood. I, li- I like I like what she's doing. She give she gives this like Friday the Thirteenth theme episode like a sort of off kilt like an off kilter energy. It makes it interesting. Jenny confronts Dawson about the the note in the phone call. Yeah, and Dawson's like, "What note?" What phone call? Well, she's brought that up a couple times at this point. Like, you keep doing this, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, this is the first time she she, she... she just came over, so this is the first time she's seen him since the phone call. And she confronts him about it, and he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about, Jen. I do fake snakes. <laughs> then pulls so... out his dick and waves it. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's a little bit more freaked out about... And then... The lights but go she still, But she still kind of thinks it's Dawson. Yeah, Cliff's just like, why do you think it's Dawson? <laughs> it could be somebody else. It could be the killer. The the lady killer? Or that that snake baby? And then the lights go out. And everyone screams. Ah. I do, um, I couldn't decide whether I liked or um, was annoyed by the piano, like the low noted piano stings every time something startling happened. Well, it's an homage. Yeah, I get it. Well, because then they do the other classic horror horror movie um, tropes where uh, they have sex. Let's and they all get sp- let's all split up, and then let's one of you go outside. Yeah, poor Dawson though, he's got stuck with but Joey and poor Dawson, fucking lucky Dawson. She's she's uh, she's a good time. Yeah, Dawson could have entered a whole new world outside of the electrical outlet box. Whole new world. It could have just been like you know, pa- you know, Pacey tried this <laughs> out, you know. Dawson's turn. But they do say as they go out, Joey and Pacey are walking around locking doors, and uh, when Joey says to him, your bizarre mother complex is going to get us all killed. Oh, yeah, that's pretty funny. That is funny. And Pacey, again, is just like, you're in love with Dawson. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that's just his response bring, to everything now. I'll bring whatever fucking yeah. lady I want to whatever house I want. And she just has no comeback. She's just like, yeah, she doesn't even do the uh, you know my mom had cancer thing. Yeah, that that would have been an awesome scene if if she, if they just like back and forth. So you know, even though this episode doesn't really move the plot forward, they are still pushing the fact that you know Joey loves Dawson, and that this is going to come to a point at some point. Yeah, that's that's the, character driven. That's the thing I liked about the episode is that like it, even though it's obviously like trying to do this whole spooky homage thing it doesn't ignore the character stuff so as our characters are all wandering around splitting up doing horror movie stuff jen and cliff are together seeing the bloody shit on the wall bloody mm-hmm. mirror bloody dawson's shit. outside with a crazy woman who keeps saying crazy shit she's rifling around her purse and dawson's like looking at her she's like you thought i was gonna pull out a knife did you i don't stab people i just shoot him in the head try it but then she also moves the plot forward, and she says, everybody knows what's up but Dawson. Oh, yeah. 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 And except for Dawson, he's like, no, we just have that... Intense friendship? Yeah. She's like the Shakespearean fool. The fool is the only one speaking sense. So they get back in the house, and Joey's missing, so... Oh, yeah. Dawson and... goes after her, and they're all like, she went to find you. She's gone. Where is she? And that's where we find Joey all slashed up and bloody on the floor. Dawson's losing his mind. And then the killer comes out. And Dawson's sc- the scream that Dawson lets out is so... I don't know. It's the, it's the vocal equivalent of the James Vanderbeek crying face. I don't know. Weak acting. It's pretty scary. <laughs> Not even that good. Well, so-, so they're all laughing about it. You know, they, they burn. Dawson's been, you know, laying tricks left and right on. They get him pretty good. And he's upset. And... Jen and Joey are like, hey, if you could dish it, you need to be able to take it. And he, he says, like, actually, like, I do fake stakes and, yeah. like, stupid pranks. This That's a- somebody, like, my best friend dying is not the same level. Gotcha! Yeah. I- but we get a... a and then Joey immediately blames Jen. That's <laughs> <laughs> not my idea. It's Jen's idea, right, Jen, Jen did it, idea. and, I, and I, I went along with it, because I'm trying to be friends with... I don't feel with- proud of it. I'm trying to be friends with Jen, and so, you know... Here I am. I'm in a rock and hard place here. My mom had cancer. Leave me alone, guys. 
So we get a Jen and Dawson solo moment where um, they almost rekindle their moment there, their uh, relationship there for a second, it seems. Yeah, I think like they both miss each other. Yeah, so it's an, I, I like I like that scene. They're like, just not doing it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you you and I can both see that like Cliff is not, you know, scratching Jen's itch. She's got that Dawson itch. Yeah, it's like she. There is no cream for that. <laughs> it's like just watch ET over and over again. She has finally found some uh, some lust for Dawson just because of how doofy Cliff is. Man, there's someone doofier than Dawson. Isn't that weird? And it turns out to be Cliff. That is just, like, it's a, ki- it's a kiss of death. Graham likes her. Likes him. Yeah. You think that's what it is? That's why she's not into it? Is it? It's part of it. I like that Cliff, Jennifer. Well, Cliff is boring. Yeah. Like, even though, like, Dawson not that is, not, like... Is no, but, like, Dawson's tries. And, like, this whole, like, really liking, like, Friday the 13th. It's, like, dorky, but it's, like, something different. It's, like... Sure. Cliff doesn't like anything. Like, Cliff doesn't seem to, like, have any joy, like... Likes football. Yeah. Church. We don't even know if he likes football. Cliff's just kind of boring. He's just... He's a basic bitch. Yeah. That reminds me, I knew a guy in high school who would hang out with us occasionally because he lived close to another friend of ours, but I can't think of his fucking name, and there's a reason for that, because he was, like, the nicest dude ever. Yeah. But just beige as fuck. Yeah. The, mo- the only thing I can tell you about that guy right now is that one time he dropped his pants to show us that he had Superman underwear on. And that was like and the that most was it. That's thing all I have to tell you. But I can't even remember what his name is. Even that's boring. Yeah, like, right. I thought he was gonna be like that he was the most... took out his pants and he whipped out his dick and I was like, or, just like, just... or like he had like a weird bullet wound or like some uh, scar that looked like Italy yeah, or something. But just like, hey, I got Superman underwear on. Give a shit. Oh, I was watching Friends. <laughs> there was this real funny joke where Phoebe says. Wasn't it Superman, like Goldman? <laughs> so it's not. It's not sp- Spider. It's not his name's not Phil Spiderman. He's a yeah. Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's not bad. Phoebe jokes are the best jokes. I thought of you when I saw it. Coincidence? Phoebe's sister, Ursula. Ursula. Ah! <laughs> Welcome back to Dawson's <laughs> Creek. <laughs> so Pacey and Ursula are together. And he drops the older woman card. Yeah, he, he's like, I've been with older women. Woman. She's I've been with all, an older woman. So well, I listen, did it a I, lot with one older woman. So. I know how to please you, older women. Yeah, well, he's a boy in the verge of manhood. Well, Best I mean, never dude, have. If, he could, if he could stack, like, two, two adult ladies, that, man, that he, boy is manhood. no longer yeah. on the verge. <laughs> I, I feel like if you have sex with one adult... Eh, I mean, you, that's still, you know... This how, many, is, how many adults did you have sex with when you were 15? No many. Yeah, I think that, that puts you in the... Uh, no, one's abuse, two is game. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, uh, oh, you, like you're doing you're this. <laughs> so when Pacey's out there with Ursula, this is when Crazy Guy shows back up again and like grabs him around the neck. And and this is another time Pacey gets attacked by an adult. Yeah. yeah. You think Massachusetts is a standard ground state? Because they could have shot this motherfucker for coming into the house. They don't have guns. Yeah. Man, Mitch could have guns? You think no, Mitch, has guns? Mitch doesn't have Mitch guns. Doesn't. I bet a, Mitch has got guns. Mitch is a, a Mitch fucking dumb guns. liberal. <laughs> he believes in love. He doesn't have guns. Yeah. No, he doesn't he doesn't have it. If he has if he has a gun, it's like an old gun that like his cranky grandpa gave him or something. Yeah, like the gun I have. My grandpa wasn't cranky though. Really? Which part? Cranky? No. <laughs> yeah, Mitch doesn't have guns. Nah. I mean, he'll give you two tickets to the gun show. Graham's got guns. guns. Graham's got guns. Yeah, Graham's has definitely got guns. So they're all running around, locking the doors. This guy comes in the house through the ladder upstairs. He's in. He gets this is house. why you don't have a ladder and an open window, Dawson. Yeah. But this is why you have a friend named Joey who will beat the shit out of a guy with a frying pan. Like, she could have killed him. No, but she, he could have killed Pacey. That's also them. true. But... <laughs> Like, he was, like, pretty close to killing Pacey. But he would not have gotten up and walked away from that. She hits him, she bashes him in the head repeatedly with, a, like, a, with a piece of metal. No, he's sure not meth, though. He's, like, yeah. super strong. It's like some PCP shit. And, yeah, he's got the strength of ten men. And she's... Because <laughs> he literally just gets up and he's like, let's go, babe. And I also think you're overestimating the uh, uh, torque that uh, Katie Hol- that. Katie Holmes is able to generate. I don't know, man. I feel well, like why we... Don't, why don't we have... Yeah, why don't we hit you over the head with a frying pan? Let's do it. 
I, I got a cast iron deer. <laughs> give me give me a few hours to get hopped up on some meth. <laughs> I'm gonna take a run at you. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it, he he would have been down, but it's a TV show. That and he's like a he's like a like dudes built like that are built to take frying pan shots. Well, no, like if the <laughs> show the ended, Warner Brothers cartoon. If the show ended with like Joey killing that guy. Yeah. It would be like the beginning. It would be like the beginning of the second season of Friday Night Lights. Oh yeah, yeah where he does. Kill, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. He does kill that. And guy. you're like, oh, yeah, this is so stupid. This is fucking weird. Curse of Victorious. So everybody's all splitting up now and going home. The seance has ended. Thank God, because it's not gonna be all much worse. They, they trash the house. That's they a pretty sh- fun night. Yeah. Like if this happened in high school, you'd be like, that's a pretty fun. That's fun night. That's funny shit. Unless you're like Cliff. Or unless it's your unless you're house. Dawson, like he's got to explain it. Well, Mitch and Gil aren't paying attention. Yeah, they're Dawson. they're busy. Yeah, sweep it up. They might even be proud of him that he threw a party while they were gone. Yeah, look at you, uh, moving on with your life. <laughs> Not making goddamn movies. Cliff walks Jen home and reveals that he was the person on the phone. Yeah, high risk, high reward, you know. And then he also reveals that like he got all this from Dawson. Yeah, well. Should Jen be mad at Dawson? No. Well, no. well, Cliff, the whole note and the phone call was, Cliff said that was his. Yeah, was pretty he, good, yeah, he right? was like, yeah, it was pretty good, right? <laughs> and she's like, you scared the shit out of you, right? Again, high risk, high reward. <laughs> but he did say that, like, Dawson told him Jen likes to be scared, which she doesn't. So, I think she liked it because it showed that Dawson still cared. And I think she was kind of, like, upset that Dawson didn't care. And wasn't playing pranks with on her. You know, and Grams does basically catch them making out on the front porch. And she's all about it. Well, dude, when they go out, she's like, be home by midnight. Like, Also, Grams Cliff really forces this kiss on her. Yeah, he, like, asks, like, he, he like, like kind of begs for it. Well, she, no, he just goes in. She's like, no, and then he goes in. No, no, she, she like, kisses him on the... Doesn't she... Doesn't he ask, like, is it cool if I kiss you? And she's kind of like... Eh, 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 yeah, and then that she, means No. Yeah, no, Chris. But, but then she and then gets he, up on her tippy, oh. on her tippy doesn't he kisses, she kisses him on the, like, cheek. always blaming the victim. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying it was, um. No, I think he, like, goes in for a kiss. Man, and she kisses him on the cheek. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> Pacey's heading out to his car, freaked as fuck, cause, as he well should be. Because that yeah, he almost is, died. Yeah. yeah, and I think this may be what breaks Pacey of older women. Nah. Nah, he never he never, <laughs> never gets broken of Dude, like standing next to your own mortality like that, double up on older women. Dawson and Joey are in Dawson's room putting away all the props. Yep. You know, coming back to the fact that this was the first episode I ever saw of season one, I remember at the time it's like Dawson and Joey are like getting in bed together. Oh my god, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm scandalized. Well, jealous. It would be kind of like crazy. Right? Of, like, Dawson's parents are out of town. The girl nobody else thinks is pretty is over in his bed. Yeah, but any if you if you were fifteen and your f- two friends always slept together, you'd be like, "That's weird." Yeah, well, it's actually weird. It's like, you don't like do anything, do stuff. Yeah, then fucking sleep. What are you, what are you doing? Well, Joey comes from a broken home. No, yeah, Dawson she'll crawl to any bed. <laughs> Jesus. How dare you? How dare both of you? So this is when we get the reveal. They turn on the TV and... Uh, but before that, Dawson has one more stupid prank. Like, Pi- a pile of spiders. spiders the which would have genuinely like, freaked me out. Like, that wouldn't have scared. They don't even look real, though. Right, but for like for like a half a second, I'd be like, ah, ugh. That my, um, my fear of spiders is elemental so spiders and tsunamis pre-reason <laughs> yeah do, Bad. do those what if there was like a tsunami, a tsunami a spider surfing a tsunami wave no a tsunami of spiders uh, i don't even want to think about crashing it. down on you dude my least favorite five seconds of movies is in the beginning of raiders of the lost ark where he where they brush the spiders off of each other's backs that's like the worst thing i can imagine what about when they cut the snake open and there's all these little baby snakes crawl out? It's miracle of life. doesn't bother me. <laughs> like, yeah, snakes don't freak me out as much, even though I know that they're far more dangerous. But the thing that Joey, the thing that Joey says to Dawson, I was like, 
oh, for a minute, like, I thought you might be kind of sad if I had died. It's like, that's weird. Of course, they, they... Well, Dawson replies with, yeah, no shit. Of course I'd be sad if you yeah. died. But it seems like Joey would at least know that a little well, bit. No, like, because like, nobody loves Joey, and Joey doesn't know she's loved. Also, Joey... And also... It's she has a, no parents. It's a little bit of Joey at her most dramatic 15-year-old. Where it's like, would you even care if I died? Like... But Joey's, like, really alone. Like, that's the thing about Joey. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have any parents. Like, she doesn't know if anybody loves her. Yeah, Because Bo- she's never felt the love of a parent. Bodie and Bessie have their own kid now. Then after that, we get to the scene where they turn on the TV, and we realize that creepy David, glasses, sport calling. Davey. Was the serial killer. Dun-dun-dun. He bought his glasses at a serial killer store. Looks like it. He dresses the part, too. And the shocked expression on their face. It seems like this would come up again in conversation. Hey, guys, remember that time that I met the serial killer? Joey would be on the fucking news and shit. You it know? would, but it doesn't Gail would be interviewing TV. her. Can you imagine? Can you believe that Gail is out of town when this story breaks? I don't know if Gail's out of town. She's just out, It like, says his parents are out of town. She's not, but she's not a reporter. She's like the, she's the anchor. She, but still, the, this, the story breaks. It, it well, should be that's Gail. why they, they cut to Bob. Sorry, Bob. Was Bob, that Bob? Yeah, no, he says, cut back to you, Bob. Oh. <laughs> You're on your own there, Bob. Yeah, I think they, they, they cut to Bob. All right, so um, thoughts? I think we've all enjoyed this episode a lot. It was fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like like I said at the beginning, I like... Give it four out of five verses, Les. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I fell in love with Ursula, which says a lot more about me. Yeah, the, Pacey. <laughs> yeah, Pacey. Yeah, it's a real fun episode. What would you have made of this episode uh, tuning back in, like, week 10 of watching Dawson's Creek 15? Like, I've, I think It's satisfying, right? I remember liking this episode when it aired. There's not a bunch of, like, extraneous bullshit with all the other characters going on. Yeah. No Mitch and Gale, no Bodie, no um, visiting Andersons or whatever else shit happening. Well, it's just nice to see all all of them as friends and doing like teenager things. Yeah. For instead sure. Instead of just like talking about their feelings. Like there's not a whole bunch of like feeling talk, but there's a bunch of, there still is a bunch of emotion though. Right. Yeah. We'll get to see it. Well, but fear. And it's also anger, lust, crazy bitch. <laughs> Cra- yeah. Craziness. Fire starting. Fire Assault and battery. Uh, um, Smack my bitch up. Especially after like last week's episode where, you know, I don't even remember what happened in that episode. Yeah, but, like, everyone kind of splits apart, and, like, I think some of the fun that the show was was trying to milk out of the whole road trip thing is, like, actually, like, present in this episode. Like, this, I don't know, this is a fun fun episode. I do want to know why they aired this after double date i'm guessing it was preemptive for a sporting event whether was it was there a big uh, media thing that happened in no but they still sh- they still aired double date yeah they but they just flipped them right yeah so why why does it matter maybe it was like a like a production thing like they didn't finish the one on time you would assume they filmed yeah right but like air before at ed- editing lock like actually like locking what the episode is i don't know maybe there was a production snafu well listeners if you have any information on why this happened uh the dawson dudes would love to hear from you at uh i'd actually rather we our, speculate for 10 more minutes our, our twitter is the dawson dudes the dawson dudes at the dawson dudes um but you if you do have feedback you could send us an email at feedback at dawson com. and if you could head over to itunes and give us five stars and Leave us a review. Yeah. From what I've heard from listening to other podcasts, the whole rate and review thing is actually like the most helpful uh, as far as getting other people to see that we, uh, that the show's here and to possibly try it out. Listen to us babble about this goofy show. So, so uh, this has been The Scare. Thank you guys for listening. Next week we'll be back with Double Date, inverse, flipped, whatever episode 10 or 11 it's supposed to be. So thank you guys for listening. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. 
And I'm John. We're the Dasa Dudes. Loving you, buddy. Later.